Hey guys, this is Brian Austin, co-creator of Let's Be Frank and the man behind bringing the good doctor back to life. I wanted to take a second after our inaugural episode to tell you a little bit more about myself, how I came about starting this podcast, and what I'm hoping to get out of it. Now, First off, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to episode one. It's been really overwhelming seeing the reviews come in, and I just hope that you enjoy listening to the podcast half as much as I've enjoyed doing it. Now, this is a start of a pretty big adventure, and all of you listening now are an incredibly special part of that, my very own Committee of Correspondence, or Intellectual Junto, to borrow some language from Franklin. So thank you, really, from the bottom of my heart. I'm counting on all of you to help steer what shape this podcast takes, so please feel free to send me your thoughts and suggestions of what will make Let's Be Frank the engaging dive into history I'm hoping it will be. So, a little bit about me. For as long as I can remember, I've been in love with telling stories. I love the way they knit us all together, how they shape our goals, our dreams, and how they stir us to strive for the highest of ideals and qualities. Stories make us more than what we appear, and I've always marveled at the near alchemy that takes place between a group of people when those six magical words... Let me tell you a story, are uttered, and nearly all walls and obstacles melt away. In fact, I don't really remember a time when I didn't want to tell stories for a living. Uh, I remember when I decided I wanted to be an actor. I was in my sixth grade classroom. I do not know or remember the name of the teacher. Oh, wait, yes I do. It was Mrs. Anderson. We were doing a module where we were studying theater. It was Sherlock Holmes, The Case of the Speckled Band, and I was a pretty quiet, shy kid. But for some reason, they picked me to play the villain, uh, Sir Gramsby Roylott. And I remember when the time came to speak my first line, which one of you is Holmes? And for some reason, I, I put away the shy kid, and I leaned in, and it was electric. It, it was magic. And I remember I went home that day, to my parents, who are both accountants, very, very intelligent people, and I told them, Mom and Dad, I want to be an actor. And they paused for a second, and they said, okay. <laughs> and uh, I guess the rest is history. Uh, I've done a lot of things over the course of my career, but the thing uh, that I'm most proud of is my work in bringing history to life. For the past 10 years, I've made a living playing James Madison for the Colonial Williamsburg Foundation. For those who've never been, Colonial Williamsburg is the world's largest living history museum. An entire town recreated and restored to look like a bustling capital on the eve of revolution, with one of the largest collections of antiquities, ancient trades practiced daily, and people like me talking old-timey and wigs and buckles. That's what I thought it would be when I started, at least. As a broke actor in his 20s, it felt like a pretty solid meal ticket, a chance to save some money, have some stability. Now, 10 years later, being a broke actor in my 30s, <laughs> I've realized just how much more it is. Colonial Williamsburg wasn't a town. It was a laboratory of storytelling. And the work was so much more than dressing up in funny clothes and putting on another man's name and accomplishments. Something that struck me almost immediately was how modern Americans' opinions, their barriers, and their walls all seemed to melt away when history was presented through the lens of storytelling. It was like the contact sport of performance. Like acting in free fall, where your only safety net was 
your historic knowledge that you had available to you at a moment's notice. And your only limitation was how much you were willing to invest in the person in front of you and the stories you were telling. The work became less about entertaining audiences and more about providing a, a compass to an America constantly questioning who it wanted to be and where it wanted to go. In my time there, I was lucky enough to travel all across the country and speak to audiences ranging from kindergartners to governor-elects and Supreme Court justices. And in all that time, that fundamental idea only solidified. Stories knit us together and help us find who we want to be. That's what I'm really hoping happens with this podcast. And empathetically connecting with the past, I'm hoping it draws a line through time to empathetically connect us to the present. I titled it, Let's Be Frank, to build the connection to Franklin, sure, but also because I'm hoping this platform can give us a safe space where we can explore some of the really ugly parts of our history alongside the beautiful parts. I'm going to cover stories as I find them, but if there's an avenue you'd like the doctor to go down, please write in and let me know. I'd love to infuse as much democracy into the work as possible. I'm working on 16 episodes for the first season, essentially tracing our steps to July 4th and the Declaration of Independence. Over the course of Season 1, you can look forward to various guests making appearances on the show, uh, and I'm going to continue my scholarship of Franklin as we go. I've never really been a strong student, and at this time of recording, I'm, I'm just beginning my research of Benjamin Franklin. So as you tune into this and subscribe, we're going to take this deep dive into the past together. And you're going to learn as I learn. We're going to learn and we're going to grow. And together, we're going to find an America worth striving for. America has never been free of contradictions, of privilege and prejudice. It was true for Franklin's time, and it's true for ours too. But if anyone's going to help shape an America our grandchildren can be proud of, it's going to be us. If you liked the first episode, it would mean the world to me if you subscribed left a review, told all your friends, neighbors, distant relations, heck, tell your enemies, or as Franklin said, tell your horse, I don't care. Uh, BeFranklinLive.com is up and active, and I'm hoping, in addition to the podcast, um, to be able to consistently leave resources, uh, sources, uh, study guides for episodes uh, as I'm able to create them. Uh, this is quickly becoming a, a big project for me, but one that I am I'm so excited to put my energy into. Now, for whatever reason you tuned in, I'm so happy you're here. Let's find some stories worth telling. Until next time, stay curious.